Hey everybody, this is Sheena B from Plug to the Streets. You're listening to Plug to the Streets Boss Edition, where we bring entrepreneurs to the mic. Let's go. Thanks, God, for tuning in. Today, I have a special guest for our first 2023 interview. Um, I have Blue Glass Jar. How are you doing today? I'm doing wonderful. How are you? I'm wonderful. Thanks for coming on. Um, can you tell us a little more about you as a person? Yes. So um, I am originally a Memphis native, so born and raised in Memphis, and I always have loved finding things that will help with natural remedies to things that we experience. I love to garden. I love to eat natural products, to eat healthy, to eat right. And so that's kind of kind of what got us started of putting some of those things that we just love to do anyway. So I'm a big foodie. So I love to eat food. So growing our own foods and doing things like that um, really incorporate and show up in the business as well. That's awesome. So if you could describe yourself in three words, what would it be? I would say I'm very organized um, is one. Um, I would say I'm trying to use just words. So organized, um, adventurous, and I would say curious is my third. Okay. I like curious. What are your strengths yeah. and your weakness? Especially about you being curious. I know you try a lot of things. Yeah, I think that is my weakness is being curious. So trying <laughs> lots of things, which means I also get into new things very easily because I'm so curious of figuring things out. Um, and just, if you give me something new and interesting to me, I'm probably going to fall for it. So that's my weakness of just getting myself into too many things and too many projects. Um, my strengths are though, I am good at organizing. So the down, the upside of that is that I can typically organize my time very well. So I don't fall too bad into the hole when I figure out new projects, um, and I'm a pretty quick learner. I think that's a that's a strong suit as well. Yes, it's a very good suit. And what motivates you? What keeps you going? Uh, what keeps me going is to learn new things. I mean, there's a whole world of things out there that we don't know, that we haven't experienced yet, we haven't discovered. Absolutely. And so that's what keeps me going is that curiosity of knowing that there's more that we can achieve. There's more that we can do. I also like to travel. So just exploring all of the things out there that encourages me to wake up and get out of the bed every day because I know that I'm going to experience something new, something different, and that's super exciting. I like that. What's your favorite quote? Do you have one? I have so many. It really depends on the day um, of what my favorite quote is. I guess... Actually, I have one on my desk. Um, rarely, if ever, are any of us healed in isolation. Healing is an act of communion, and that's by Bill Hooks. And so I do. I like quotes. Um, but that's one that currently I have on my desk that's been there for a while that's really inspirational for me. It must be a message for somebody that's listening. I love it. It, it might be. <laughs> so, question. How did you come up with your business name, and what's the message behind it? Yeah, so the business name, it was a huge back and forth because um, I owned the business with my mother and my grandmother. And so we had lots of conversations of what we wanted to call it. 
we didn't want anything too generic. Um, we didn't want anything, you know, that wasn't super exciting or catchy. We wanted something that was different. Um, part of our business is sustainability. Um, so we knew that our products would be in glass jars. And so that's the glass jar part of it. But again, just to make it different, we do have some products that are in regular glass jars, but most of our signature products are in blue glass jars. Um, so again, just making it stand out against other things and other options. And it, it clicked, it's, it stuck with us. Mm -hmm. The full name is Blue Glass Jar Pharmacy and we spell pharmacy with an F. Um, so connecting that back to the herbs that are in the products, the things that we can grow. So connecting that back to a farm and the natural remedies that are out there to heal ourselves and to heal our body. Cool, I didn't know that. Well, that's cool. Um, is that the message behind your logo as well? Yes, so our logo is um, blue, of course, but it also has some green in it um, for the herbs. So that represents the herbs. Each of our products have an herb in it. So you'll see that around the name, it's um, a circle of a, a greenery it's like a vine and that represents the herbs okay what are the three most important habits do you think it requires to be a successful entrepreneur i would say one important habit of being consistent mm -hmm. of doing something every day um, that works towards the business it's so easy to feel overwhelmed and you don't know where to start, particularly when you're starting off, there's so much to do. Um, but doing a little bit every day really helps. It also gets you in the habit of continuously thinking about it so that you don't feel like you're just boggled down with the to-do list, but how do you slowly chip away at it little by little to get to the goals that you want to get to? Mm -hmm. So I'd say definitely one is being consistent. And then I would say two is um, an important habit of being detailed on the things that you want to do, your mission, um, your purpose, because it's also easy to get distracted by all the different things, but being very clear on what your purpose is and what your business is so you don't get sucked into a lot of different areas mm -hmm. um, and you don't end up feeling like you're all over the place, but having a focus on what you are set out to do and that can help you stick with it. So with entrepreneurship, I feel that every entrepreneur should at least pick up a book, especially in their industry. What books have you read? I say last year or currently. Uh, I would think the best book that I've read that helped with the business is the Lean Canvas model. And so again, that helped us to really narrow down our business plan and what we want it to do and how do we think about the business holistically, not just the products, mm -hmm. but what are our target audiences and why it's important to think about the business holistically, even if you may not be at the point where you're fully operating in your entirety of your business plan, but how do you think about that from the onset? So you know where you're headed and you know where you're going. So that really helped me to think through the different aspects that we don't typically think about. Most people, when you have a product or service, that's when you start the business and you kind of forget about and don't think about the other pieces and other components that make your business successful. And that can make you um, help with longevity of the business as well. And so I think that was the best book, but I would say the best experience though that complemented that book was being around other entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. So being around other entrepreneurs and talking to them and hearing about 
the ways that they navigated their business. There were a lot of gems and yeah. just other people's experience. And so I think that really complemented um, the book as well, just to hear about how other people thought about and approached their own business plan and the things that they may have put on their plan, but then in reality, it was completely different. And so how they adjusted, how they pivoted, but to still stay on track with what they originally set out to do. Absolutely. That's the purpose of this podcast. You just summed it up, mm -hmm. the purpose of it. So I know that you say you're very organized. So I'm going to put this question, three questions into one. How okay. do you manage the stress in being organized to prevent uh -huh. you from being burnt out? Um, I would say for me, having two other business owners helps a lot with managing the stress. And so whenever I get really stressed and I may be having one of those days where I'm like, I don't know if I want to continue with this. That's when I'll get a call and text or have a conversation or I'll get that inspiration from one of the other, either our mom or my grandmother that asks, just asked a question about the business that prompts me to put me back in the mode of, okay, we can do this. This is possible. So that's really been helpful that I don't, I'm not doing this alone. Um, so on days where I may not be feeling it, one of them, they're energized, they're ready to go. And that helps me get energized and ready to go and vice versa. So we're kind of there to feed off of each other's energy whenever we get to close to being burnt out or close to being super stressed because we're trying to overcome something that, you know, we weren't trained to do. Right. And so having those people around, um, and I think this can be the same too for solopreneurs, even if you don't have other founders in the business with you, just being around other people that'll help ignite that passion of why you do what you do. Um, and so that that just helps to be with other people, um, help me prevent the stress and the burnout a lot. And then if it's one of those things, I, sometimes you just have to walk away. Mm -hmm. um, so to say today I've done enough, I've, at least I've accomplished something. Mm -hmm. Even if I may, didn't accomplish everything I wanted to, I just may need to walk away, give it a second and come back with a fresh pair of eyes to keep working and keep pushing. But I think it's just important to for us to be in tune with where we're getting to that place, to notice it, take a step back and then come back um, so that we can come back and not be at a point where we're like, no, I'm done with this forever. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So when did you uh, decide you wanted to be an entrepreneur? Um, it took a while. So we were making products for a long time, for years, um, and just testing things, mostly for our own personal use, um, just to find remedies for things we were experiencing ourselves or other people in our family. We were giving out as gifts for holidays um, and things of that nature. But eventually it got to a point where um, people loved the gifts and the things so much and they were asking for them. And so then it's it's different when someone asks for the gift, right? Mm -hmm. It's not yeah. the same anymore. And so you, you start to think about maybe this is a sustainable business. Maybe we can make money and get make a profit off of, not just make a profit, but get reimbursed for all of the work that goes into making this gift. So some, whatever that exchange is, because it can get pricey to just make and then give it away. Yeah. Um. So that's when we talked about the idea of starting the business. And it also came around a time um, when we did have some free time, of course, we thought we had free time until you start a business. You're like, I really don't have that much free time. <laughs> but then 
it just kind of all rolled in together. And we didn't really set out to be entrepreneurs per se. We just knew that we had a product that people enjoyed and we wanted to share that with more people. What advice would you give to a starting entrepreneur? I would give the advice of just start somewhere. Um, sometimes people can feel like it's, it, it is, it is overwhelming to start a business, particularly if you're working by yourself or even if you have a group of people, there's just so many different things that goes into starting a business that it can be overwhelming. And you can think I, I never will be prepared. I will never be ready. But I would say that just jump in and a lot of things. And I think that's the beauty of being an entrepreneur. You learn as you go. You would never fully be prepared for any of the things that you would need to experience to have a successful business. But that's a good thing about podcasts like this or books or other resources. There's so many things out there that are available to you when you need them. So don't feel like you have to have it all figured out from the beginning that you can just jump in and figure it out as you go. All that what you just said is absolutely true. So what are you working on now? Um, right now, we're working on lots of things, um, but we're working on more so a lot of the financial parts of the business, um, a lot of the back office things, so financial parts, um, the legal aspects, so trademarks and things of that nature. So making sure that all of our QuickBooks are in order, all of our things are actually making a profit, even though we have money that's coming in. But how do we ensure that that's covering all of our overhead expenses and all of our operational costs to maximize the profit that we're making so that we can grow? Because um, currently, you know that you, you're making sales, but that's just not always the, the key to a sustainable business. So how do you ensure that you have the financials that are in place so that you can continue to grow and to continue to expand? So we're looking at our financials. And also looking at the legal structure, um, so all of the trademarks, um, all of our licenses, all of those different aspects of getting registered in all of the different places that we need to be registered so that we can grow not just in our regional area, but mm -hmm. we can grow nationally and internationally. That's good, because I love y'all product. Um, yeah, we love it too. It's a little <laughs> too much sometimes. <laughs> What is your favorite thing to suggest to a customer? Our fa my favorite thing is really asking them what do they do use the most of when they think about their self-care or their body care routine. So mm -hmm. I try to tailor it to something that's sim simple um, that people can use and adapt. So if and most people, we're putting on lotion. Mm -hmm. Dry season, wet season, summer, Lotion is typical. So our body butter is an easy seller. Um, but if someone who doesn't typically do a full three-step face routine, I wouldn't recommend the face set to them. So I try to identify what they already do and then just get them a step closer by using something natural compared to what they're probably using now. But typically the easy sale, we're all using a moisturizer. So the body butter is a quick one for men, women, children, young, old, a little bit of everybody. Look, that's the that's the, the great customer service. Find out what your customer actually need, not exactly. what they mm -hmm. just want. So yes. um, who were your most important professional mentors or just mentor in general? Um, there's so many. There's so many different mentors that I look towards. 
um, in terms of structure and organization. So there's a lot of people who do great at helping me figure out how to organize things. So those are personal people that I've met along the way. Uh, and there's some other people that do great at marketing. So a lot of people, um, there's two people that I met on Instagram and the way that they market, just the, they talk about their business and it doesn't always feel like they're selling me something, but just talking mm -hmm. about the importance of their mission and why they do what they do. And so I try to pull a little bit from everyone because everyone does it things differently and have different strengths. Mm -hmm. So trying to pull on all the things to get exactly what we need. I agree. I still learn from people, even though I'm marketing, I learn every day something mm -hmm. new. And if you're not learning, yeah. you're not growing. That's right. Uh, what's one thing your field of expertise that almost no one agrees with you about? Um, I would say that we can truly become waste-free. Um, I think that it's hard, though, living in the world that we live in to think that we can do away with all plastic. Mm -hmm. We can do away with all of the trash. But I think we can truly get there. I think we can. It will be hard. It will require lots of change, mm -hmm. lots of discipline. Um, as I look in at all the paper I have on my desk, but I think it's possible. <laughs> I think it's doable. Um, and I hope that we can get there together. I think that's the thing is if we hold each other accountable, we'll, mm -hmm. we'll get there. I think so too. If you could go back and give yourself one piece of advice, what would it be? I would say to start sooner. So I was one of those people who was like, oh, business entrepreneurship, no way. Um, I would never do that. And so that advice that I would, the same advice I would give to entrepreneurs, I would give to myself of just start, just start, take one day at a time and you'll eventually get there. And my signature question is, where can we reach you to shop with you? Yeah, so you can go to our website. So that's blue glass jar pharmacy with an F.com. Um, we are on Amazon as well, so you can purchase there if you want to get it, the two-day shipping. So that's an easy one. If you have Amazon Prime, you can also find us on Instagram and Facebook. Our handles are at Blue Glass Jar Pharmacy. And you heard it first here on Plug to the Streets, False Edition. Thank you, Blue Glass Jar, for coming in and being a guest. Thank you for having us. Talk to you guys soon. Hey, everybody. This is Sheena B. from Plug to the Streets. You're listening to Plug to the Streets, Boss Edition, where we bring entrepreneurs to the mic to showcase their business.